we've been talking a lot about pink eye, how to deal with it, and now how to treat it. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. The healthy one. Yes, I am the healthy one. A big thank you to our partners, Stockman's Livestock Exchange, the American Galvey Association, Imogene Ingredients, and Pharmatan, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, and Allied Feeding Partners, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, Wrangler, and this fine radio station. The Ranch It Up Radio Show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find. It's your all-things ranching newscast, and so glad to be with y'all. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, rants, it doesn't matter. Give us a call or you can text us, 707-RANCH-20. That number is 707-726-2420. Just remember, 707-RANCH, R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Or you can email us, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Prowling around social media at Ranch It Up Show. Now, by request, let's get right into today's cattle battle. Last week, I brought up how I have seen lots of pink eye in freshly weaned calves and wanted to know if that was the situation in other parts of the country. And more importantly, what causes pink eye? Dr. Jeff Sarche, a senior managing veterinarian in beef technical services with Zoetis, jumped on the program and went over the basics of how pink eye starts in the first darn place. And to just make a long story short, it's simply a necessary evil that we in the cattle business, we have to deal with from time to time. Or is it? Dr. Jeff Sarche is back again today. Dr. Sarche, let's talk about treatment of pink eye vaccines. We have a vaccine that it's actually a, a pellet formation. It's formula that's kind of like an implant but you give it sub q in the neck um, and it like i said has a slow release so you can give it once and you you kind of get a booster dose out of it because the release is over time you don't have to gather up the cattle and bring them back and give them a second dose that that is our pink eye vaccine product as far as treatment uh draxin and uh LA-200 are both labeled for the treatment of pink eye. I, I really like Draxin because you, it lasts for two weeks. You need to have an antibiotic in there until that cornea heals up. So it's like your skin, you know, once you get a cut and until that cut is healed back together, uh, you're at risk of it being infected. And the eyeball is the same thing until it's really on the eyeball. It's not. It's so much cuts. It's more abrasions, and so in our ulcers, and we have to keep them on an antibiotic until that ulcer, that that outer layer of cornea, is back intact. That typically takes five to seven days, depending on how severe it is, uh, and so. You need an antibiotic that lasts at least seven days, but sometimes some of them take longer than that. So I can give them one shot of Draxin. I'm pretty pretty confident that I'm not going to have to retreat that animal. And especially in the summertime, they're out on pasture, and 
you know, we don't want to go out and have to gather them and catch them and treat them or, you know, however we're treating them. So one, one administration is a really benefit, um, you know, just from a standpoint, it's not necessarily a Zoetis product, but one thing I always uh, encourage or instruct people to do when they're, when they're treating pink eye is get a bottle of saline from the pharmacy or grocery store. Now, not contact solution, but just saline that you you know you rinse your contacts in. Uh, you can squirt that in your eye; it doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, it doesn't sting like water does. Uh, and you can hold the eyelids open and flush the eyeballs with that saline really good. Because if there is a piece of dirt or, or plant material or something there that's scratching the eyeball, you can treat it with antibiotics all you want until that foreign particle is gone. It's going to keep scratching the eyeball and that pink eye is not going to heal. So flush it out really good. And if you can, put some kind of protection on it. So a patch or something, you know, as a veterinarian, I would actually suture the the eyelids together so it's a natural band-aid it protects it from the sunlight it makes them more comfortable uh, and you know typically we we would use a dissolving suture to where you know that would come apart in a in a week or two and then you know hopefully everything's healed up now what we want is that ulcer to heal like i said uh and that's more does the eyeball look smooth now uh it may still look blue or gray colored and that's because the inflammatory cells are coming in there to heal things up the blueness may not go away for quite a while but what we want is the eyeball to look smooth again once it's smooth again uh you have to give it time for the blueness to go away now if it gets gets uh loses the round shape and looks more conical at the end or has you know a little red piece sticking through the eyeball that means the the eyeball is actually ruptured and they're going to be blind at that point there's nothing you can you can't fix that you can't reverse it so treat them early when you do have one, and that's when the eyeballs just, when the calf just has a watery eye, don't wait for the eyeball to get blue. Uh, if that calf has a watery eye, they need to be treated now because once once that ulcer gets all the way through, like it's like you, the cut or an ulcer goes all the way through your skin. You know, on the skin, it's not that bad a deal. On the eyeball, it is because the eyeball is holding pressure of the fluids inside, and now they're gonna rupture everything outside, and now the that now they're blind. So it's really critical that we treat them and get that healed up before that happens. Uh, so very very early treatment, like I said, as soon as their eyes are watery, and you want to treat them. Don't wait wait until they get blue. Um, but also, once they do turn blue, that doesn't mean they're still, it's still active. You know, if the eyeball is smooth, it's not watering or anything, 
the ulcer is probably healed up. The pink eye is healed up, but it's still blue and the body has to heal that. Uh, and that's just going to take time. But you don't need to keep giving them antibiotics and stuff at that point. There is, you know, a veterinarian, there is a stain that you can put in the eyeball to where you can see uh, if that ulcer is healed up or not. So if you have a really valuable animal or whatever, uh, you know, you want to take them in there because you want to say, do everything you can to save the eyeball. Dr. Sarche, thank you so much for the updates. And while I've got you on the phone, is there any new products or any updates that's coming out of the the labs, if you will, of Zoetis? Well, we've launched a new product called Valcor. That is a combination of two dewormers, uh, Levamisol and our Dormectin or Dectamax. Uh, it is an injectable solution. Uh, it's we we've used we've had these products you know the dewormers around for a long time and we've been using them uh the worms have developed some resistance to it so there's really no one product out there by itself that is going we're also talking about a lot of different species of, of worms and there's no one product that's 100 percent against all the different species so as a whole, the injectable porons are more effective against the stomach worms and weaker on the intestinal worms. The white wormers, drench wormers, are more effective against the intestinal worms and less so against the stomach worms. So using we've gone to using more combinations of two classes of, of anthelminics or dewormers. Uh, this is the first product that was licensed that had both in in one application or in one injection so we're we're just launching that if you haven't heard about that ask ask your veterinarian it is a prescription drug uh you'll have to have you're okay from your your veterinarian but ask your veterinarian about it or your zoetis right that product name again is valcor by zoetis Covering a lot of information right out of the chute on this episode of the Ranch It Up radio show. Thank you again to Dr. Jeff Sarchet with Zoetis. And as Dr. Sarchet mentioned, have these conversations with your vets and get them involved with your operation. You know they're there to, for more than just fixing your prolapse, use them as another one of the tools in the toolbox, if you will. Now keep it tuned right here to this fine radio station, and we'll be back with the news, sale reports, updates, and lots more on the Ranch It Up radio show when we come back. We keep bringing you more and more information about Pharmatan, and for very good reason, it just works. Now with calves getting ready to head to the sale barn, producers are culling cows and getting ready for next year. So start feeding Pharmatan now to the cow herd and knock scours out for next year. And here's the best part. It's super easy to incorporate into your existing rations. It can be fed in tubs, a TMR, loose mineral, liquid portions, doesn't matter. They work with all major feed manufacturers. It's PharmatanUSA.com and follow along on Facebook. Fall production sales are fixing to rev up, and with the prices of calves, which are excellent, and the prices of the weigh-ups, which are excellent, it may be a time to take those older bulls to town, weigh them up, and apply those dollars to fresh genetics. 
Allied Genetic Resources is your source for bulls and females that can take your program to the next level. Check out the fall sales at AlliedGeneticResources.com and follow along on Facebook. LivestockMarket.com. We hear from them each and every week highlighting various sales and lots, but have you taken the time to cruise the site, look around and see what cattle are bringing? How about lower that sale expense and give Livestock Market a try? It's about the easiest way to market your stock and it puts your product on a worldwide view. LivestockMarket.com. It's simple and it works. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, and this is a big one, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, along with many other organizations, said they strongly oppose USDA's approval of Paraguayan beef imports to start next month because it endangers the safety of the U.S. cattle herd. A final rule issued last week enables raw intact beef products from cattle slaughtered in certified Paraguayan plants on or after December 14th to be eligible for export to the U.S. Paraguay previously had been ineligible to export raw beef products to the U.S. due to animal health restrictions imposed by the USDA related to foot and mouth disease. NCBA reiterated its concerns with Paraguay's foot and mouth disease issues and what it called outdated information used as the basis of USDA's approval, which may pose a risk to the safety of the U.S. cattle herd. The group further argued that the decision was a bargaining tool for larger U.S. economic interests in trade with Paraguay and other South American nations. NCBA called on the USDA to halt the unscientific, unsafe rulemaking. I would imagine we will be hearing lots more on this one. We started a new feature here on the Ranch It Up radio show. Each week, a particular operation, business, person, outfit, bulldog, it doesn't matter. It's highlighted by us, Tigger and Beck approved, and they are the top hand of the week. You can easily nominate anything you would like just by sending us an email of who or what you are nominating and why you are nominating them or it. Today, our top hand goes out to yet another tool in the toolbox, and that is the Facebook group Cattle Feeders, Stalkers, and Cow-Calf Discussion. This is one of the many places we check on a fairly regular basis. They have over 126,000 members and it is a private group. Check them out on Facebook, Cattle Feeders, Stalkers, and Cow-Calf Discussion. A sale barn report from last week for the Producers Livestock Marketing Association in Salina, Utah. Four to five weight steers, 280 to 370. Five to six weights, 240 to 302 and a half. Six to seven weight steers, 225 to 252 and a half. Four to five weight heifers, 255 to 305. And five to six weight heifers in Salina, Utah, 215 to 277 and a half. That's going to wrap it in the news. Here's Austin Henderson from Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson, North Dakota with a sale report. Hi, everyone. This is Austin Henderson here from Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson. Last week, Thursday, November 9th, had right at 3,925 cattle sold. Uh, had about 200 way up cows and bulls. Uh, call that market uh uh, right at steady, didn't have a uh, great big test on bulls, only had about 10 or 15 bulls, and uh, higher yielding bulls were from about 105 up to about 115. Uh, your lower yielding cows were from about 70 to 75, with your higher yielding cows from 85 all the way up to $1.08. Uh, kind of how we got along in the feeder cattle, 
I had some really nice groups in there. I'll go through the list here. I had some 450 pounders bring 332. I uh, did have some 491 pounders bring 294. Uh, we had some 532s bring 289 and a half. Uh, we had some 573s bring 279. Uh, also had some uh, 623 pounders. They bring 271. And we did have some big guys, some 672s. They bring 245.75. Uh, moving into the heifers, we had some 348-pound heifers bring 281. We had some 400-pound heifers bring 292. Uh, we did have some 442-pound heifers bring 280. Uh, we had some 512 pounders bring 253. Uh, we also had some 568 pounders bring 261. Uh, that's kind of how we got along last week. Uh, upcoming sales here at Stockman's Livestock. Friday, November 24th, uh, over at the East Barn will be our annual Thanksgiving Stock Cow and Bread Heifer Sale. we got quite the lineup here. We'll show, show you 1,085 good stock cows and over 1,000 bred heifers. Blacks, baldies, reds, uh, uh, calve anywhere from March 15th all the way up uh, to April 20th. So uh, if you're looking for some stock cows, look at our website for that. And when you're ready to market some cattle, give us a call here at Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson. It's that time of year when we're loading trailers and we're hauling cattle. Regardless of what's going on, ranching never stops. Neither should your nutrition program. With Westway Feed Products molasses-based liquid feed supplement, you can embrace a nutrition program that aligns with your ranch's unwavering dedication. Ranching never stops and neither should your commitment to your cattle's health. For more information and to find a Westway Feed Product rep near you, call 800-800-7517. That's 800-800-7517. 517 or visit westwayfeed.com. Are you looking to liven up your event in 2024? Change the pace, make it stand out. Let us, Tigger and Beck, agriculture advocates, outdoorsmen, and all-around fun couple be the addition to hook the attention. I see what you did there. Now, we will leave you laughing and having a positive outlook on the future. From being the keynote speakers to MC to masters of ceremony, let us, Tigger and Beck, make your event unforgettable. Y'all know where to find us. You're going through your calves, looking what worked and what didn't work. So as you're reviewing your program, you need to ask, is this a time to change? Is this a time to make additions or subtractions? Galvi and Balancer may just be the right fit for you. Galvi and Galvi-influenced females offer sustainability and maternal growth while the bulls can add those extra pounds at weaning. Find a breeder near you, galvi.org. Or check out Galvi on Facebook. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up Radio Show. It is that time in the program we check in with Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. We recap the markets last week to see what happened, why they happened, when they happened, where they happened, how they happened. And you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter by texting the word cattle, C A T T L E 233777. It's that easy. Just text the word cattle, C A T T L E 233777. 777. You enter your email and you will get Kirk's free newsletter each and every week. So, Kirk, how are you and what's going on? Oh, I'm doing wonderful, Tigger, and hello to all your listeners out there. As of Friday, November 10th, January feeders closed the week at 226.27.5. That's down an abysmal $13.47.5 on the week. The CME feeder index closed $2.20 lower at $235.42. Listeners will notice that cash did not sell off near as much as futures did. That left the basis at a positive $5.72 versus November futures. 
Uh, note that I quoted you January futures. December live closed the week at 174.17.5. That's down $9.55 with cash trading four to five lower at 180 to 181 in both the north and the south. That left the five area weighted average down $4.24 at 180.11 and the basis at a positive $5.93.5. With that positive basis, it implies that futures may be a little bit oversold. The weekly slaughter was a very low 618,000 head. That's down 14,000 head versus last week and 52,000 head below the same week last year. Choice boxes traded below $3 this week, but closed back above it at $3.46, down $1.88 on the week. The light slaughter volume this week should support boxes going into next. Wrap this all up. December corn closed the week at 464. That's down 14 cents on the week with a slightly bearish WASDU report coming out. The market did make new lows for the move, but South American weather, hopefully improving export demand, should support the corn market. Mark Van Zee with equinemarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, November 22nd, we have our monthly online horse auction. Bidding opens at just $100. No reserves. All horses will sell. Featured lots include Arrow. A sorrel gelding, 2016, 13 hands high, grade, mostly a trail horse the last couple months, but has the get up and go to be a header or a healer from Farmer Hollow Ranch in Berryville, Arkansas. Melody, a Palomino, Tennessee walking mare, 2011 model, 15 hands high, grade. She's great on riding the trails or in the arena with a super smooth gait. She trails alone or together from Equestrian Resolutions in New Summerfield, Texas. Kilgore. A paint filly, 2019, 15 hands high, very speedy, smart, and started right. She sells with 30 days professional training under saddle from Equestrian Resolutions in New Summerfield, Texas. Doc Belichick, a great AQHA mare, 2002, currently being used as a brood mare, uh, used to be a roping horse. She's a great mother that throws great foals from 4G Ranch in Del Rio, Texas. Boldly Glow, a sorrel AQHA colt, 2020 gelding. He'll mature into about 15 hands. The groundwork is done, and he's ready to go in any direction from QK Farms in Red Oak, Iowa. Virginia, a chestnut quarter horse mare, 2007, grade, about 15 hands. She's a retired barrel racing horse from SB Nick in Placerville, California. Bidding opens at just $100 and is currently live, but all horses will sell the morning of Wednesday, November 22nd. Got a horse to sell? Regular online horse auctions, fourth Wednesday of every month on equinemarket.com and auctiontime.com. Hey, hey, I'm Shay, and I'm the host of the Casual Cattle Conversations podcast. On my latest episode, Dr. Jeff Sarche helps cattle producers understand what to look for in reproductive vaccines, why they matter, and what questions to ask their veterinarian. Here's one of many valuable statements that were shared within the episode. However, your your input costs from your vaccines and dewormers and stuff like that is usually five to seven percent of your total input costs. So you could completely eliminate that, and it's not going to make a huge difference in your bottom line as far as saving money. But it could make a huge difference in your bottom line if you had an abortion storm and, you know, taking some of those out could, you know, because it's not a zero-sum game. It's a biological system we're putting it into. And so I take my IBR vaccine out or switch to a from a modified life to a killed and I have an abortion storm that can be very, very costly. And I'm kicking myself for trying to save those dollars. 
The full episode releases Monday, November 13th. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to my newsletter by going to casualcattleconversations.com so you never miss an episode, have them sent straight to your inbox, and can also access some free ranching resources. Happy ranching, folks. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we say fare thee well, I want to give a big old tip of the hat. I guess we want to give a big old tip of the hat to all of you that are fighting the crud. Oh, now you're rubbing it in. I am a bit. I, you did a great job this episode, Tigger, fighting through the crud. But I know there's a lot of you also that are going through what's going around. You know, the littles having been back in school, they bring it home. It just happens that we all go through it this time of year. Why does it seem like that? Is it because it goes from sometimes cool to warm, but it just seems like no November, it just gets a hold and it knocks people down. And then you kind of have it going into the holidays and then you have it going into the NFR and then you get it coming back from Vegas. And then January, it seems like those, this is the, the neck, the beginning of like the next 90 days of crud season. Well, I'm trying to stay positive and hope that maybe since you're going through the crud right now, Tigger, when we do hit up the NFR in just a few weeks, this year, maybe we won't come home with the crud like crossing we usually do. Crossing our fingers. Crossing <laughs> our fingers on that. And now that's going to wrap it for today. A big thank you to all of our guests, Dr. Jeff Sarche with Zoetis, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Shay Keister with Casual Cattle Conversations for her updates. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Austin Henderson with Stockman's Livestock Exchange. And for more information, you can head to gostockmans.com and check them out on Facebook. And to the healthy one of the bunch, the boss lady, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you to our partner, Stockman's Livestock Exchange, the American Galvey Association, Imogene Ingredients and Pharmatan, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, Allied Feeding Partners, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, Wrangler, and this fine radio station. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show, our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text us 24-7 at 707-RANCH-20. It's 707-726-2420, 707-RANCH-20, R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.